from the All-Ireland Business Foundation, this is Elaine Carl bringing you AIBF Business Talk. AIBF is an independent national body tasked with enterprise development and the promotion of best-in-class businesses as business all-stars. Today, I catch up with Barry Ray of Burrell Limited, a subcontract sheet metal fabrication and powder coating company dedicated to providing high-quality, cost-effective products with an efficient, hard-working and friendly service. Thank you so much for joining me on AIBF Business Talk today, Barry. Barry, you're in business over 17 years, but if you just wanted to take us back 17 years ago, where did the idea from Barrel and maybe, you know, why in God's name did you want to set up a business day one? Uh, well, I suppose... Firstly, I, look, I come from a background of metal fabrication. I worked for my father's company for a number of years. I kind of I, I started working with him when I was fourteen. Uh, I worked the summers until I uh, when I finished school, um, and then I just within them summers I just got a real kind of feel for it. Really enjoyed it. I loved the whole making stuff. That was the big thing. I loved to be able to just actually physically manufacture something and make it and have a finished part. Um, so I did that for summers, then I, le I left school like most people do, and I, I went straight working for him. Um, really enjoyed the work, really wanted to do it, really wanted to get into that field. Um, felt I had a flair for it, that that was something that was an interest for, of mine, like, you know, looking away, because I wasn't much of an academic in terms of school and things like that. Um, so yeah, we, we started doing that, then I went on and we looked into getting my apprenticeship. So I, I went on, did my four-year course, got my apprenticeship, got my papers, got fully qualified. I suppose within within that kind of four years, I was kind of learning and understanding how things were done. I also learned a bit about business. Um, and then, yeah, it just really continued on from there, you know, took on more responsibility. My father kind of took a, a, a step back in terms of the manufacturing and the things on the floor. And I just continued on to, 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 to keep doing what we were doing and eventually just kind of take on the, the production in the floor. Like, so I kind of became a shop floor manager as such. Um, and that kind of happened all quite quickly, like, you know, I was probably into my late teens, early 20s when that happened. Um, and yeah, and we kind of just kept going along nicely for a good couple of years. And things were going good, work was coming in. We had guys, you know, I think you had about eight or nine people working for him at the time. Um, but we were predominantly in an area that um, was a lighting industry uh, and that's really all we did, just the same kind of stuff. Um, but I kind of had a feel that I wanted to try to do a bit more custom kind of bespoke projects as well. Um, so we, we kind of got into that a little bit um, and we started kind of producing a bit more kind of custom projects and things like that. But um, I suppose uh, how I got to where I am today was in 2005, the industrial estate that my father's company was in was put up for development. So there was apartments and houses going up there and developers came in and kind of, you know, offered all the businesses, um, you know, a buyout clause. Um, and I suppose at that stage, my father just said, you know, a kind of having good innings now, I think I'll just take the money and run. It came and at the right time like, for him. Yeah, do you know, it was, it was was the right time in fairness. Like he was probably, if it's about 30 years ago now, nearly so. Uh, 17 years ago, sorry. So it would have been 
yeah, he would have been in like late 50s kind of heading that mark. So it kind of made sense for him to, to, to bow out and kind of, he'd, he'd done his stint, you know what I mean? He'd, he'd worked really hard his whole life, you know what I mean? Six days a week doing this. Um, so yeah, he kind of just closed the business and I, I've been honest with you, I just said, look, you know what? I might just open up something small and give it a shot for a year and see what happens. And that's really what it was. So, you know, had one or two of his machines, we took that. Um, it was really just me and him. Like, being honest, I had absolutely no idea of how a business was run. I just knew how to make stuff and get it through a floor. And what was the turning point then when you realized, hang on here, it's yes, it's me and a machine and you know the experience or whatever, the legacy from your dad as well. But when did you feel actually, you know, I can really make a go of this? There's opportunity here. I can go down the route that I choose. Uh, I suppose when I started up, the view was to kind of get away from steelwork a little bit and go more into the powder coating and the things because that was part of the business as well. Um, and we did that and I went more down the customer route of powder coating and stuff. But like everything, people found out that I'd opened up a small little business. And so some of my father's company, customers are coming to me going, look, would you be interested in doing this for me? Would you be interested in doing that for me? And they kind of go, yeah, of course, yeah, no problem, we'll do that. And it kind of just took off that way. Then the custom powder cone and the things, it was still there, but it was getting very diluted. And there was a lot of people getting into it and it just wasn't as lucrative as it was. And it wasn't really what I really wanted to do. I was more into, the, I wanted to build stuff, wanted to design, make stuff. So you kind of got back into the steel and the things again and kind of take, started taking more customers. And really, to be honest with you, it was pure word of mouth. People knew who I was based on work for my father's company. So some of his customers came looking and it kind of just progressed and, spot and continued on from there. Um, and that's, I suppose, after maybe about two years, I kind of thought, you know what? I think we could do something here. Let's, let's, let's kind of go and, and push this on and see where we can go and let's look for new customers. Let's try to do something different. Um, and, and that's what, and, and really that's how it happened, like, you know? So you changed gear and you've been an autopilot ever since at a growth trajectory. Tell yeah, us where no. you're at today. Like, I suppose, like, well, we're 17 years into it now. Um, we've 19 people employed. We are across two, two factories. We have a steel manufacturing factory and we have a powder coat plant. Um, we've invested heavily last year in automated machinery. Um, and we have a really, really good solid core group of customers. Um, but we've picked up four new customers this year um, and their their parts, their products are what we do all day, every day. You know, we're really efficient in that kind of sheet metal work and the things. Um, and their projections are really good going into the next couple of years. So it's, it's a good base again to start growing from because it's kind of been a bit stationary for about two years. So and it kind that of, it's... That, I can just imagine, I suppose, the cost of the investment into, you know, your machinery and upgrading that side of things. But that possibly will open up new doors for you going forward as well. Plus, perhaps streamline things. Yeah, no, completely. Look, I mean, we we got we we went for ISO approval three years ago because that we needed processes in place, right? Yeah, we were able to make stuff and build it. But if I'm being honest, we weren't really what would you say efficient in how we processed the stuff, how we processed. We did have our own, you know, internal kind of things that we would look mm -hmm. at and try to do and try to get a process in place, but you now a kind of fixed structure it was very hard to do it. 
Mm-hmm. So we went for the ISO and we thought, right, we'll get that in and that'll give us a structure, that'll give us, I suppose, um, something to answer to. You know, yeah, so, yeah. So, so we did that, we put that into place, we, we put a bit more investment in machinery. Um, and look, I'll be honest with you, most of the investment in machinery was just me making the split decision. And I didn't sit down and figure the numbers, that's not what I ever did. I just went, yeah, let's go for it. So we did it. Um, and look, it's, it's paid off. We've been lucky. We, we, we have, like, we've worked hard. You know, we, we, we did all the hard slog. You know, we did the 60, 70 hour week, seven days a week, you know, to get it to where it is. Um, and, and it's grown nicely and, and, it's, and it's going in the right direction. So, yeah, the, the, the machinery was a big investment, but I invested the machinery not for the now, but for the future. Because mm-hmm. it was always, you know, if you want to be what you say you are, you need to invest to have that machinery there to, to prove to people that you can do it. And that also includes getting the right personnel in as well. Looking back, Barry, at your journey now over the last 17 years, and especially maybe because there's a certain family element involved in it, is there anything you'd have done differently? No, I wouldn't say I would have done anything differently. What I would say, I probably would have been a bit more precise in how I did certain things. Or maybe been a bit more calculated in the decisions we decided to do rather than just go gung-ho. I think gung-ho is good because you can overanalyze things. But I think when it comes to a certain point, you kind of do have to put a little bit more analysis in how you're doing it and how you're going about it. But yeah, I think not much I'd change. Maybe take a bit of stress out of life. <laughs> That well, probably a, would be a good thing. Yeah, and th- that's a great complaint looking, you know, looking forward. So if there's any entrepreneurs, you know, listening in to your story today, Barry, and they're thinking about, you know, setting up a business, right? Is there anything that you wish you'd have known somebody told you when you started out? Not so much what someone would have told me, but what I would have liked to have known would be, I think, know your business. Um, you know, know the full ins and outs. When I started the business, I'd know business background and how how business ran. I think really, if you want to know your business and have a profitable business, that's where you have to look. You have to know the full ins and outs of it. I think big key thing is is staff, get the right people in and pay them the right money because I made a mistake, you know, when you were kind of starting out, you kind of get someone and you go, oh, this will be grand. But like really, what I learned is you're only as good as a team you have. And really like, that's, that's a big thing. Like I, my team are great that I have now. Like they're a great, great bunch of guys. We all see what we're trying to do. I'm very open with them in terms of how I want to want to go with the business and what I want to do with the business. Um, so I'd say really know know what you're getting into, know how your business operates, get the right people in. You know, it'll all come good in the end. You know, like you may have to pay a little bit more to start, but it'll be worth it two or three years into it. Uh, it'll definitely make a massive difference in where you want to be. And if people feel involved and people feel they're part of it, I think they tend to put a bit more into it um, because they feel feel part of it, you know? Yeah, so that's really good advice and really stellar. Barry, you're 17 years in now. You've almost 20 people, you know, on the payroll and and working with you. What next for Burrell? Just growth and expansion. Um, You know, I think for us, it's about streamlining what we have, making it a little bit more efficient. and then just with the new customers that we have taken on board this year to try and grow with them. But yeah, look, it's weird sitting here now, having talked about what I, what I would want to do with the business and how we want to go. 
I would never have been telling you uh, six, seven, eight, ten years ago that I'd be telling you, oh, I have 20 people that I want more mm-hmm. and I want to grow. I definitely wouldn't be saying that. But now I think I can see really where we are. I can see what we were capable of doing. Like we have the right people, we have the right machinery, we're in the right space. You know, we're still a quite a small business. Um, but we've 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 big shoulders, like, you know, we can we can take a lot on. And I think, you know, give us another twelve months or so to really restructure and get things really working right. I think we could really take things off. Like, you know, as I said, we we invested heavily last year in automated punching machines and laser machines. We invested in automated paint powder coating line. Um, and that's proven to be very kind of vital and crucial for us. So really it's just, yeah, we're just going to push on. Yeah, just think, take the extra step forward again. I think, Barry, for anybody that's listening in, especially anybody maybe that has family or, you know, that has children in school that are thinking about what career path they choose, it's fantastic to see how you recognize where your strengths lied. And that was, you know, in the metal fabrication, that side, how you said you love doing and making things with your hand. Um, yeah. And how you were able to funnel that into a career for yourself and go down the apprenticeship route. And I think yeah. we, it's it's not often enough that we here in our younger next generations hear about how you can funnel that into becoming a successful business owner and entrepreneur at the same time while completely. loving what you do. Yeah, completely. Like, look, I wasn't an academic, right? It just school wasn't for me. You know, I, I just, for me, it was I wanted just to... As soon as I started working in the summers with my father, it was like, yeah, look, I, this is what I want to do. You know, like he started out the back of our house in the shed. So from when I was like knee high, I would see him go out there and I'd be out around the factory in the workshop looking at what they're doing. So when I started working for him in the summers and stuff like that, I really got a real insight into it and really thought, yeah, like this is really enjoyable. You know, I want to do this. I want a career in this. I, I, I can't see myself being stuck in an office all day. Albeit that's what I do now. Um, <laughs> But I am. Um, the seeds like were, so, the seeds were sown and planted. Well, nearly. Well, fast forward to now where you're being acknowledged by the yeah. All Ireland Business Foundation as a very successful business all star accredited company. Yeah. What does that mean for you and for the team? I think it's a big achievement for us. I think it's it's great to see where we where for for me for me particularly it's, it sees where I've started from and where I've come from. And I suppose with the guys on board now and the, the kind of the senior team and the production guys and things like that, they can see that, look, we're a credible company, we're doing the right things, we're in the right spaces, we can really push on and, and get going. And I think that's, and th- I suppose this comes back to the question about the apprenticeship type thing. Like, I feel a lot of people, uh, young fellas and, and girls as well, feel that they, they kind of have to follow a certain suit. But I think, if you're really given an opportunity, a chance, and it doesn't have to be in metal fabrication, it can be in plumbing, plastering, electrical, whatever you want to do. I think if that's what you want to do, knuckle down, get it, get it done, and you can have a successful business. Like, you know, I went through my apprenticeship, then I went back at night and got welding certified. Then I spent Saturdays going, I got you know, AutoCAD certified then as well. So there's a lot more avenues you can go down on it. And I think you can have a business, you can grow to whatever size you want, and it can be very successful. So you don't have to be a particular type. I think you should really, really take that on board if you want to do it. But in terms of the accreditation, yeah, it's been huge for us. It's been brilliant. Like, I mean, to get acknowledged in it, to be supported in it, and to kind of let people know that, look, we've finally got some recognition has been brilliant. Um, and I think it's for us, it's just another way of teaming up with like-minded people. For And like, look, every day is a learning day. So 
you're teamed up with people now you can kind of bash ideas against and get insights from and you know we're all in the same boat really and I think, uh, Barry, with you know your recent investment in machinery, your streamlining of the processes, having the right people on board your bus, the right team behind you, yeah. I think the future is very, very bright, Barry. Um, and I personally look forward to checking back in with you, you know, in 12 to 18 months' time and to seeing how all that plays out. So thank you so much for joining us today on AIBF Business Talk and for sharing your journey, because I've no doubt that not only have you inspired many of our listeners, in terms of your own business flair and entrepreneurship, but also perhaps there might be somebody from the next generation who might be passed down to that just might encourage them to follow their passion um, and to do what they love doing and, and their flair. So thank you. Yeah, Barry. hopefully so. Yeah, hopefully you give it a look. Everyone fails in life. There's no, there's no, there's no kind of, you, there's no worry about that. Like you, you have good days, you have bad days, you, you fail, you succeed. But like, you know, if you don't try, you never know. Great advice. On that, Barry, we'll, we'll leave you. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank you for listening to AIBF Business Talk today. I really do hope you enjoyed listening in. To find out more about the All-Ireland Business Foundation and the work that we do, especially the Business All-Stars programme, just go to www.aibf.ie. Remember, never put off until tomorrow what you can do today. Until next time, from your host, Elaine Carroll, goodbye.